My name is Keila Fowler, and this is the Loves to Chat podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of a makeup education company called 85 Beauty, but I have a lot of identities. And since they're all going to be running wild here, let me introduce you to some of them. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, former teacher, makeup artist, geriatric millennial. Oh, why do they even call us that? And so much more. On the Loves to Chat podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hopes and dreams we had for our lives as kids and how we reconcile them with the adult lives we currently live day to day. If you're ready to have some company as you go on the grocery run, wash the dishes, commute to work, are we still doing that? Or wherever you find yourself, let's chat. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, we've got a difficult conversation ahead of us today, but I just want to take an opportunity to talk about the things that we probably need to be talking about, but aren't because it can be tough, right? Like there are so many things when we were kids that we thought our parents had it together, adults had it together. And now as adults, we have been quickly realizing could not be farther from the truth. And so today we are going to be talking about when you feel like a failure, because unfortunately that feeling has been beating me up on a regular basis the last little while here. And I don't want to continue to wallow in it by myself. So let's take it back to the beginning of where we tend to have this conversation in a way that I don't find to actually be that fruitful. Once social media became a solid fixture in most of our lives, this new word was born that I swear haunts me in my dreams at night sometimes. Comparisonitis. Now, the Wiktionary describes comparisonitis as the compulsion to compare one's accomplishments to another's to determine relative importance, etc. Y'all, books have been written about this topic. We've never had more access to people's perfectly polished highlight reels of their lives on Instagram, Facebook, and everywhere else. And we are constantly told to stop looking at what other people are doing and comparing ourselves to them. That's what they say, right? The infamous they. Okay, so we get it. But that's not what we are going to be talking about today on this podcast. What we're talking about is comparing ourselves to our own expectations of where we thought we would be by now or where we think we should be at this time in our lives. Personally, I spend a lot less time worrying about what my peers are doing and a lot more focused on how far behind my own mark I am. It kind of plagues me. And so I thought, there's no way I'm alone in this. I can't be the only adult person. Gosh, that still feels very confusing to me. Um, 
the idea that like we're adults, but sometimes I still absolutely feel like a 15 year old just trying to figure out this life thing. But let's talk about this. Whether you were told your entire adolescence that you can be whatever you want to be, or you in your adolescence had to dig and push and grind for everything that you wanted and had to tell yourself that you could do it, that you were worthy, that you deserved good things, right? Regardless of where you were at and what your experience was growing up, what do we do now when we realize that we're not making it? that we're not hitting our own benchmarks, that we are not living up to the potential we have within ourselves. I grew up believing that if you worked hard, you'd get where you wanted to go. But the older I get, the more I realize that's only a small piece of the puzzle. And I couldn't understand why. I didn't understand why this formula that I had basically lived my entire life by wasn't working anymore. And it's actually much more complicated than that formula I had in my head. And for a very important reason. Before I get there, I just want to paint the picture for you here that being a teacher in elementary schools, which I was for 11 years, I actually have a better understanding of how we unfortunately can set kids up to believe this work hard, get what you want, formula. And it's because when it comes to school and when it comes to most of the ways that we set things up for children, it is in fact a formula. There is a rule book. There are guidelines. There are benchmarks. And everyone kind of has to go with it. When you're in class, you're given a rubric. Remember those like in college and high school, you'd have a rubric. If you wanted to get a 100 and you had 20 points available to you, you knew that five points were for presentation and five points were for research, five points were for your delivery, and the last five points were for, I don't know, proper grammar and spelling, right? But it was very clear what you had to do to get to that 100. That's not life outside of these confines that have been structured for us, like school and sports and right, enter other organization here. It's much more complex than that. And as I've been thinking about this and trying to understand why isn't it just that you work hard and you get what you want? Why is it so much more complicated than that? One of the other things that came to mind that I thought we really needed to discuss is this. When you've been, when you're a dreamer, when you are somebody, what I mean by that is someone who is like has big things they want out of life and is going for it, right? When you're ambitious, when you want to accomplish things, when there are things in this life that you want to have for yourself and you want to go for it and make that happen, dreaming gets tricky when the model keeps changing. I'm going to say that again. Dreaming gets tricky when the model keeps changing. Do you remember what your ideas of being a grown-up looked like when you were a kid? Because I do. In fact, I remember having ideas of what every new stage of life was going to look like, what middle school would look like, what high school would look like, college, adulthood. And I'm also curious 
if that's more true for those of us who are younger siblings, meaning you had an older sibling to look up to as a model of some sort, is that more true for us than it is for only children or for older, oldest siblings? And the reason that I question that is because I have always had an older brother that has experienced something before it was my turn to do it. He learned to walk before I was born, right? Like he went to school before I went to school. He hit middle school before I hit middle school. He drove a car before I drove a car. There's just so many ways in which I've had someone have to go before me for me to kind of get an idea of what it looks like before it was my turn to do that. So I wonder if I struggle with this a little bit more as a younger sibling who's used to having that model or if this is just more universal. So if you are an only child or if you are an older sibling, please chime in so that we can have a more deep conversation about this because I'm truly curious. But the Here's the punchline, right? This is what I've learned. The reality doesn't look like the model that we had for ourselves in our heads because the rules have changed. The goalpost keeps moving and it keeps moving forever. It's like we were given a rule book when we were kids and no one told us that the rules were going to change. We were meant to believe or we were led to believe that the rules were going to be the same forever. Not ever considering that maybe that was just like the first edition of the rule book and it was going to have an update in the next 10 years because that's truly how it feels. The rules would continually change for our entire lives. So I'm a big Gilmore Girls fan and there's this scene where Rory's grandfather is being pushed out of his company. He's essentially being forced into an early retirement. And he's trying to explain to his wife, Emily, why this is such a hard experience. And he says something like, I want to wake up, put on a suit and go to my office like my father did. Now, just to be fair, I may be misremembering this because I tried to look it up and I couldn't find a clip on YouTube or anything like that. And if I dare turn on Netflix to try to find the episode and watch the clip for accuracy, this podcast will never get recorded. But the point is that Richard had a model in his head of what he wanted a take charge adult version of himself to be. And when that was threatened, he was devastated. I just turned 38 a few weeks ago and every year I reflect on where I'm at, what I've accomplished and where I wanna be. And to be fair, it's truly too tender right now for me to talk on here with you all who some of which I know and some of which are strangers to me about some of the disappointments that I'm currently facing in my life where my life isn't really meeting my expectations. But yes, there are disappointments. I'm not expecting perfection by any means, and I don't think that you are either. I think we're all reasonable enough to know that there's going to be some tough things in life, that life isn't always going to be exactly the way that we want it to be, that there are going to be some disappointments. But man, this whole work hard, reap the benefits thing is just not proving accurate. This isn't where I thought I'd be, and I'm definitely not meeting my own expectations, 
But also going back to that idea of comparisonitis, I couldn't give a rat's patoot about what everyone else is doing if I'm not where I want to be. And that's the conversation that I think many of us need to be having. We're not 17 years old looking at like what the next person is posting on Instagram. That's not actually what most of my peers and I talk about. What we're talking about is why we still haven't been able to do the things that we want to do in this life by now. We've worked hard enough by now to have the job that we want. We've done enough work personally in our lives to have the relationships that we want. We have sacrificed enough to be able to reap the benefits of those sacrifices, and yet they're not happening. And what do we do with that? What do we do when we feel like we're failing? That's the question that I pose to you today. It's a question I hope we can talk about because I don't have answers. I have more of an understanding of why it feels like life has betrayed me. Like I said, that goalpost just keeps moving. Your parents bought their house for what, $35,000? Well, now yours costs $200,000. Your grandparents were high school sweethearts and have been married for 50 plus years. Well, now you're 42, single, and still trying to find your person. You grew up playing outside with friends until the streetlights came on. Well, now your kids are glued to their phones, posting TikTok videos, and you're feeling concerned about their social skills and anxiety after two years of isolation during the pandemic. The goalpost just keeps moving. That's all I know. So how do we get some kind of control over that? I don't know. But what I can share is this. This is the gem that I hope can keep you going because it's the thing that has been keeping me going recently. And it is that feelings pass. They are feelings. And feelings aren't facts. Don't let your feelings swallow you whole. Whether you need to talk to a friend, journal, do something, find a way to release it out of your body and then let it pass. Don't cling to it. I want you to think about times that you felt low and times that you felt incredible. This is what I had to do. Uh, This is currently Thursday when I'm recording this. On Sunday, I was weeping all day long. I called my best friend and thankfully got to like get some of this out of my system and then continue to cry all day long. It was just one of those moments of I felt it coming on days before and I couldn't do anything about it and I just knew that I was going to have to feel it. It's like the tides at the beach. They come in sometimes and they just take over. It's similar to my experience with grief. You can be having a great time for months at a time and then suddenly something hits you and you're just like, boom, I'm back at that low place and I didn't know I'd be here. And yet it's a feeling and feelings pass. So let it pass. Feel your feelings, but find a way to get it out of your body. Talk to a friend, journal, dance it out, do something, exercise, right? Like something that is going to be the thing for you that allows you to not just sit and wallow because that doesn't actually help. I mean, there is a scene in Gilmore Girls where Rory has a breakup and her mom's like, hey, you need to wallow, like eat some ice cream and order pizza. I think there is something to be said for that, right? Like a good Chinese food order can go a long way. Don't get me wrong. 
But I want you to, like I said, think about those times where you felt great because that feeling clearly hasn't stayed with you if you're feeling like a failure right now, but it's going to come back around. And I have to believe that we can hold on to the fact that the good, the positive, feeling like a winner, feeling like we're going to get there, that feeling is going to come back around too. So thanks for diving into this with me today. Come on over to Instagram and let me know at loves to chat. When have you felt like a failure? And it can just be, I don't need details. We don't have to get into the, the devastation and the heart of it all, right? You can literally say today, right? Or six months ago. You can be specific if you want and share some of the moments that you've had where you're like, yeah, I really felt like a failure when I will tell you this, when I got laid off, I really felt like a failure and that sucked. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about it so that we don't have to suffer in this alone. I will see you, talk to you, hear you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Loves to Chat podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to listen. Give a comment on this episode and let me know what resonated with you, made you laugh, or is going to have you thinking for the rest of the day. Follow me on Instagram at Loves to Chat and at Keela Fowler, spelled K-E-E-L-A-F-O-W-L-E-R. Now let's go out there and live our lives in such a way that it would make the little kids in us proud. I'll see you next week.